Conversations with Orange City Council for the local community. Welcome back to the latest Orange podcast, our chats with the staff and councillors of Orange City Council. As of late, the community has really switched its full attention to the COVID-19 pandemic, and that's fair enough. But it's interesting that we've forgotten about another crisis that's just as serious in our town, and that is, of course, the elephant in the room, water storage. On today's episode, we'll hear about how Orange City Council is dealing with our major water shortage and its plans on how to bring us back from that crisis. And later, we'll check in with a water crew who's willing to get up in the middle of the night, in the middle of winter, to keep that water running at your place. But first, let's speak with Council's Director of Technical Services, Ian Greenham. Welcome, Ian. How are you? Very well, thanks, Kyle. So, since the pipeline started pumping in mid-February, we haven't stopped pumping. Can you walk us through a little bit about how much that pipeline brings in, how much we're using and what that means for our storage levels? The Macquarie River pipeline has been a tremendous asset for the Orange City Council. The emergency changes that were made under the critical needs legislation back in January with with the state government allowed us to continue to pump right down to a 38 meg flow as a base flow. Now, most of the time through that period, it's been well up over the 100 megalitres per day flow. And we've been able to pump out of the Macquarie system 10 to 12 megalitres per day on a continuing basis since February. That alone has kept up with all of the demand. Um, Our demand's around 8 megalitres per day. So any other rain that we get from stormwater harvesting or from pumping out of our bores or even flow, which we have got for the first time in the last couple of months, direct flow into Sumer Park from Summerhill Creek, Mm. has all had to help boost our storage. So we've gone from a near critical situation where we're around 19% combined storages. Mm. We're now approaching 26% and and it's it's looking a lot better for for council. Well, that that rain certainly has been welcome as well. Um, And of course, all the talk is always about the, the worst case scenario. But what's our best outcome if we do receive a bit more rain? Well, the ongoing forecasts are for a return to a wet winter. And with that, we should get average rainfall through that period. And it is it is actually modelling to to come into summer where we should be have a combined storage of more than 40% and be able to actually wow. relax some of our water restrictions that we yeah. currently have and maybe go from level five to level four. Wouldn't that be nice? That's, that's certainly our plan. Everything's turned on at the moment. So every bit of water that we can capture, we're, we are capturing. And demand management also plays a big part in helping that. Apart from my viral uh, fireside chat video, what is council encouraging residents to do in a bid to keep making every drop count? You've got that right on the hammer there, Kyle. Every drop does count. We need to continue to be mindful of our water use and just follow the simple steps of, of the shorter showers, catching water for our gardens. Um, we still allow watering of gardens on the Sundays, uh, either in the mornings or the evenings, yep. and also making sure you're not washing your car at home. All those simple things have gone a long way into reducing that demand on our water storage and our city has done a tremendous effort there keeping water use around that 120 litres per person per day, which is which is phenomenal. Yeah, I think Orange really needs a pat on the back because uh, they've responded well to, to the warnings and they've, they've seemed to heed the warnings and we're getting back there, aren't we? We are, yeah, and the community has done a tremendous effort in that. Great to hear from Ian. 
Orange City Council cops a lot of flack sometimes, but just occasionally, residents are falling over themselves to say what a great job a particular crew has done. That's happened this week, and to find out more, Alan Reader went out to speak with the guys involved. Thanks, Kyle, for the Orange podcast. This is Alan Reader. If you work for Orange City Council, you've got to have a fairly thick skin. That's why it's really great where every now and again you get some really positive feedback from the community. On our social media pages this week, a resident went to the trouble of taking a photograph of a crew working just nearby her after midnight in the middle of winter fixing a broken pipe. To find out some more about what happened, water and sewer engineer Josh Barnes. Josh, why does a crew go out after midnight? Look, we provide a 24-hour service, seven-day a week, 365-day a year, service to the community to fix council's infrastructure when it breaks. On that particular instance, it was a water main that happened to break out the front of the property, and our staff were there until 2 o'clock in the morning making sure that they had adequate water supply and quality for the morning when they hopped up out of bed. So I'm imagining someone up to their knees in freezing cold water in the middle of winter. What are they actually doing in, in the puddle there? So what happened on that particular one is the pipe burst and they've had to get in there and repair it, fix up the broken main with some uh, gibbolts, put it back together, um, restore the site, get it to a point where it was usable again. If your guys didn't go out in the middle of the night, they wouldn't have a shower and a cup of tea in the morning? No, there'd be no, no chance to have a shower in the morning, no cup of teas. You know, you could flush your toilet once, but that would be about it. Can't brush your teeth. So the idea is we get them out there so we can provide that service to the community in the morning. As well as repair jobs, um, we're here in Isley Road in Orange where uh, uh, you're about to lay some pipe here. That's, that's a major renewal. What's going on there? So what we're doing in Isley Road is we're relaying 835 metres of 150mm PVC pipe. The pipe that's currently there has reached the end of its life and we're here renewing it all so we can provide a good quality service to the community. So we can stop the main breaking here, but also provide a, uh, infrastructure back to the condition it should be. If this works properly, there'll be less midnight calls for you. There'll be less midnight calls for sure, Alan, if this works, and it will. Fantastic. And look, finally, and since we're without uh, CEO Dave Waddell, you're going to do the weekly wrap for us this week. And uh, what are a few key things to come out of uh, this week's goings on at Council for the ratepayers and residents to think about? Well, it's been a short week, but it's been a busy week. We've had a ministerial visit on Thursday from Minister Marshall oh, very good. and um, Sam Faraway, MLC, having a look at the new DPI building. Later today, we've we've got the Heather Bray Anson Street roundabout is closed for resurfacing works. Yep. That will reopen by about six o'clock tonight. Also, later this morning, we have the Southern Feeder Road over rail bridge opening up at 11 o'clock. So all things going plenty well. Plenty going on. Yeah, plenty going on. A couple of weeks ago, we opened up the Marsh McLaughlin Street roundabout and the traffic has been operating very well through there as well. Thanks so much for joining us, Ian, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you very much, Kyle. I look forward to it.